0: Good, I think you should be able to see me now. Um, and so, uh, I am pleased to be here and present the results <coughs> of our audit. We have issued our opinions um, for the year of September 30th, 2020. Uh, 20, and so, I'll run through uh, a few required communications here and give you guys have kind of an update on what the audit looks like. Um, and then, be ca- I'll be happy to answer any questions that, uh, that you may have. So, uh, as you recall, our observing, witnessing uh, your committee and commission minutes, We come out in December and January and uh, kind of wrap up our field work. We're actually testing the balances, vouching out to um, uh, agreements, check uh, copies, invoices, things like that, uh, and then spend. Uh, As a reminder, we do perform our audit uh, under a couple different sets of standards. One, uh, the generally accepted audit standards, which is the same set of standards we would um, use for just a general commercial audit, and then we layer on top of that generally accepted government auditing standards, uh, which includes a little additional scrutiny on internal controls and on our independence uh, that we have to that we have to work through and document. Um, we do also. Test to ensure that we don't see any non-compliance that could have a uh, material impact on your financial statements uh, as as a whole. So we don't provide any opinion on compliance, until we do test them uh, to the point that that we feel like there is not a material uh, misstatement that there is not compliance. As a reminder, we do perform a Of the um, government during the year, the significant transactions, that sort of thing, to give you an idea of what some of those um, significant risk areas. And- Uh, we also spend time looking at utility revenues, taxes, charges for services. We look at the brief revenues and the, and the crossing revenues to make sure they're appropriate. Uh, we spend time looking at cash and investments, uh, make sure that, that they are uh, appropriately owned and presented as they should be. Uh, we look at long-term debt, to make sure that the total liabilities are there, payments are, um, are reported as they are being. Talked about in the past, we do test internal controls over financial reporting. We don't give an opinion over internal controls. Um, you haven't engaged us to do that, but we do um, test them sufficient that we do place reliance on uh, some of your past assumptions and payroll controls uh, in planning and completing our uh, testing and audit. So, if you take away uh, only one thing from what I talked about today, that's uh, kind of this page you can look at as your uh, really kind of a, a summary. We do have one reportable condition that I'll uh, detail here in just a minute. We'll be material weakness in internal control um, that we are reporting to uh, reporting to you. Um, we do have uh, no significant deficiencies um, that we identify. They're not material weaknesses, and we did not identify any um, non-compliance material to uh, to those financial statements. And so I will. the detail of the finding that uh, I I previously mentioned. So in summary, what we ran into is uh, situations these hit several different funds you know, for, for material nature so they have been at this point adjusted and they're included in the honor report that are looking at. but it does bring to light what we call a material weakness in internal control over financial reporting um, this is not an issue that we've run into in the past um, and uh, management has taken a look and, and provided a response and believe that they uh, can take some steps to correct uh, to correct the issue as i mentioned it's, it's um, a very uh, kind of specific instance related to uh ongoing projects and invoices that come in late uh, for the city well after year end that um, did not get did not make it back to accounting to be uh, properly approved so we do mention this to you um and and do the dollar threshold it does become a material weakness but um as i said it's not it's not been an issue that we've run into in the past and it is something that management can put um, some procedures in place to be able to um, ensure that it does not Outside of that, uh, I do want to commend the city for um, being able to work through uh, the audit in this uh, this environment. This is a really difficult uh, environment to have to do uh, audit financial statements. As have some people working remotely, some auditors working remotely, where travel is difficult, um, and the city really went above and beyond to uh, work hard to make sure that uh, they were prepared for the audit. We could spend time uh, actually auditing. The I'll also mention that uh, the city
1: did – we made
0: a recommendation last year that uh, that the city take a look at possibly updating its financial reporting software, Um, and we did go through and do that, uh, gathered new software, implemented the new software, and uh, based on what we could tell, it did have a – it it made the uh, process for financial reporting, aggregating all that information, creating that. A smoother process, it streamlines the process. It takes out uh, uh-huh. some of the risk of inconsistencies throughout the report. So I do want to commend the city for um, <coughs> take, taking that advice and, and going through any vendor software. We think that it may have significant impact. Uh, and and uh, management seems to indicate that it did streamline that process as well. So I want to commend the city for that. I'd be happy to uh, address any questions that.
2: say early on that there was no opinion given on internal controls? Is, did
0: I catch that correctly? I'm sorry, you, you may have to speak up just a little bit okay. if that was a
2: question uh, for me. So I, I think I heard, I heard early on in your report that you said that there was no opinion given on internal controls. Can you, that's elaborate? That's Can you elaborate on that? Is it yes.
0: What? You have not engaged us to um, give an opinion on internal Financial statements themselves, and as a part of uh, an audit of the financial statements, we are required to gain an understanding of internal controls. Uh, but we do not uh, go so far as testing uh, testing those um, internal controls sufficient so that we could give an opinion on them. That would be a completely separate engagement um, that you would do, and you're not again, you're not. You're That internally
3: or yeah, that's more of the function of the internal audit that, that is always ongoing and is part of the audit investment committee review. But
4: that number turned in at the end, so they can calculate it. I'm
3: sure. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I I think you know I think what Adam is trying to do there at the beginning of his presentation is to ensure that you understand that that's not part of his uh, jurisdiction on this contract and right. it's not required, and so he wants to make it clear that that's not what he's doing. Is that right, Adam?
0: That's correct, yeah, that's exactly right. So it, as I mentioned, we, we wanna make sure that you understand what the scope of our engagement is, and it does not include giving an opinion on internal control. Now again, because we do have to gain an understanding sufficient to plan our audit, items of internal control may come up, and specifically did, in this, in, you know for this year, we did identify um, what we call deficiency. But just because uh, you know, something comes up doesn't mean that there's not any others out there.
4: Right or information, there's
0: no lacking information. Yeah,
3: Correct. right, right. And you know, an internal audit that we have quarterly or so, a lot of stuff that, that the internal auditor brings to our attention. And
5: you all have already addressed the material deficiency.
3: Right, we, we did, and we've already got a procedure to. It, it was just, you know, as Adam said, this has not happened before. We really believe it's an anomaly of what you know the environment that we were working on uh, under the last year. Uh, ongoing projects in McAllen happen every single year. Every single year we have ongoing projects because we have so many. I mean, right now we've got 38 drainage projects right. alone. And so there's no way that we can start a project and finish a project in one fiscal year, nor do we try to do that. You don't, that's not something that we attempt to do because it's not logical. And so what happened in this case on several occasions, three or four anyway, is it's an ongoing project. We received an invoice past September 30th. And in, in one case was substantially later. But it's still our job to ensure that we accrue it for the, for the previous fiscal year. So it's, it's not like there's lost money or anything. We accounted for it, we just didn't move it back to the correct Fiscal year. But the main thing
5: is the audit. It's unmodified once again, so congratulations to the finance department or management. Thank you all very much. Thank you. And this was
2: reviewed by the Audit and Investment Committee, correct? You've already right. had yes. on that. We, we went over in great detail, spent quite a time yeah. while on it. And it's, it's all a timing know. issue, it sounds to me. It's exactly it's right. A it's, a, it's
3: a timing issue, but mm-hmm. nevertheless, we should have brought it back to September last year.
2: Good job. Good, okay. Good work. Then I guess the motion would be to accept the uh capper is presented. I'd like to hear a motion okay. puppy to the board a Second, second, second. All in favor signify by saying second. aye. Aye, opposed, same side
1: Mayor, may I say something? Yes sir.
2: Welcome back for, you know, a short period of time.
4: Don't to find something else for me to do in this building? <laughs> 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 Be careful what you ask for.
2: And then can I have a city commission make a motion? So moved. Second. The okay. okay. okay, motion is seconded to accept the capter is presented. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. motion carried. We have no further business. We will now
3: recess, recess until we sit a little
2: Special meeting answer to Commissioner Dodge? you got the invocation? Hi. Yeah. Right. buddy. Go over, go over. i <clears throat> Welcome to the regular city commission meeting for March 22nd, 2021. If you please stand with me for the Pledge of Allegiance by invocation by Commissioner Sebi Adap. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America,
5: and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and
0: justice for all. Bow your
6: heads. Father in heaven, we commit this meeting to you Come and, reveal you, come and reveal your will in every aspect of our life and ministry. As we discuss the affairs of this great city, we ask for your will to be done. Show us your purpose. Enlighten us that we may know how you want us to accomplish our tasks. We desire your glory and blessing in all we do. Direct our thoughts, words, decisions, and actions towards the right path and help us stay on track. Let your will be done as we plan and make decisions. Amen. Amen.
2: <laughs> we have uh, one presentation today, and that is United Way recognition. And uh, Alzonzo is going to be here with Lily Lopez. Yep. I think we had several people from the city, right? Yes.
3: Okay, are they here too? Well, that one,
2: right here. Good. All right. All right. All right. Perla was it? You were involved, Perla, right? Anybody else? City Secretary's office?
4: Mayor, City Commission, thank you very much for the opportunity to recognize two of, of our very special city employees who went beyond their call of duty in terms of this year's and last year's United Way campaign. And so I'm going to turn it over to our uh, United Way president, Lily Lopez-Killian, to tell you all the details about the great things we did in McAllen.
7: Okay, great. Thank you. Good evening, and thank you, Mayor and Commissioners, for your time. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, We have a great group of volunteers that I also want to acknowledge. Of course, Elvira Alonso is on our board of directors. Dr. Joandre Drain is with GE Aviation and he is one of our board members. And Then I also want to recognize uh, Mr. Joe Vera, who is a former board member and a South Texas Hero recipient for United Way of South Texas. Um, As Elvira mentioned, and thank you, Mr. Rodriguez as well. Thank you so much because uh, without your support, Uh, and the assistant city managers and the directors and all of the employees at the city of McAllen, we would not have been able to see the increase in participation in engagement, not just financially, but we have more volunteers engaged today than we ever have before. And I really credit a lot of it uh, to Elvira recently coming on board and then also Norma and Denise last year were our loaned executives of the year. This year's campaign was um, extremely special, unique, and I know that they made personal sacrifices to ensure that they went out and in spite of everything that we were all going through and maybe you know we had second thoughts of visiting with some of our peers, they still made sacrifices and took time to go out and visit with some of the employees that maybe had not heard about United Way in the past. Uh, and we were able to maintain contributions and we were able to also garner uh, 100% new pledges from from employees at the city of McAllen. So I think that is remarkable that during a time that was so challenging that we had people that said, yes, we also want to participate. And then also uh, between 2019 and 2020, which was the year that Norma and uh, Denise were our loaned executives of the year, they were able to increase contributions by 51% at the city. Uh, they were loaned executives of the year. Okay. And uh, and then of course, in 2020, uh, Norma and uh, Cynthia, who is not able to be with us today, were also our loaned executives. So on behalf of our board of directors, our community, I wanna thank you, Norma uh, and, and Cynthia, who's not with us today, and again, all of our our partners, our supporters. I see Chief Rodriguez sitting in the back as well. Uh, so many of you have been so supportive for so many years, and we do the work that we do because you allow us to, and you invite us to come in and share our message with, with your employees in the community. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the award that we're presenting today is, uh, the city of McAllen was one of our top 10 companies in twenty. 20- 19, they were the you all were the number six, and this year in 2020, you moved up to number five. So, congratulations, Mr. Rodriguez.
8: And I, I, I echo uh, Elvira's and, and Lily's comments, and I, uh, Yesenia and I are more than honored that these two uh, employees belong to, to our division, vitals and passports. And uh, these two employees go above and beyond. Cynthia couldn't make it because uh, at five o'clock, she was still processing uh, birth certificates at vitals. And uh, they should go above and beyond, not only in their departments, but with the United Way. And I know that an effective employee campaign doesn't just happen. The United Way campaign required a lot of planning, time, and effort on your part, uh, Norma, and, mm-hmm. and Cynthia's. And, and the results of the campaign speak for themselves. Uh, we, like Lily said, we had an, uh, an increase in, in the contributions, and it's obvious that the City of McCullough employees became more educated on um, how their dollars work through the United Way and the proof is in the employee uh, increase and, and contributions. I thank you for all that you've done to make the campaign a uh, success and placing the city of McAllen as one of the top 10 organizations this year. And um, uh, you are a great example of uh, living united during this COVID uh, uh, 19 thank times. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Okay, well, congratulations. Want to get a picture? And while they're doing that, we will convene the uh, public hearing for items as recommended by the McAllen Planning and Zoning Commission. Mr. Garcia, we have um, two A, one through five,
9: our routine items. Yes, sir, those items are routine, they come with a favorable recommendation from planning and zoning, but as always, if uh, discussion is required, we can take them out. And they are a rezoning from R1 to C3L at 211 North Ware, a rezoning from R1 to AO at 7404 and 7424 North Benson. Uh, There's a conditional use permit for life of the use for institutional use, that's at 1000 North McCall. Um, A conditional use permit for one year for a tire shop at 2605 Business 83. And lastly, a conditional use permit for life of the use for institutional use at 2400 Daffodil.
2: (coughs) Okay, is there anyone here to appear in opposition to any of these items under the routine section of the zoning portion? Okay, does anybody have any questions of the commission?
10: I have a question about number
11: two. Mm-hmm.
10: Now, that one's going from from single-family resident to agriculture, but I'm looking at the picture. It doesn't really look like they have any agriculture or livestock in them.
9: They have some chickens, um, <laughs> and so our code, the animal code, not so much the zoning code, allows six chickens per acre, and they want a little bit more than that. So to be able to, comp- to have more than six chickens per acre, they need AO designation. So it's not a full-on farm, but more chickens than we normally allow. I thought it was
2: cows. When I read it, I thought they had cows or something. They wanted to have cattle. It seemed to me we ought to have like a condition use permit so you wouldn't have to go back and change the zoning or at least have some control if you got, because there's residences all around there. There are, yes, sir. And um, if you had a condition use permit, you would then have some um, reservation of rights, if you will, because once you change the zoning, the chickens can get as loud as they want.
9: I mean, you're still not allowed to cause a nuisance, but yeah. Sure, I would move <laughs> to approve one,
5: three, four, and five and discuss the other issue regarding that because I think uh, that will become an issue that we'd have to come back. So if we take that and maybe, yes, make it like a conditional use or something, I think it'd be workable. Uh, okay, get... so that's a
2: motion. Do I have a second, though? Second. Okay, second for items one, two, four, and five. All those in favor say aye. 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 Um, okay. Did I do that right? One, one three one, four one, and five. One, three. one three, three, three four and five is a motion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so that motion carried? Okay. So we want to table that one and do,
9: ask them. And work a conditional use permit? Well,
5: you know what? Actually uh, move to disapprove and then they can bring it as a oh. as something else. Why
2: table it if it's not rezoning? Yeah, that's true. It's a table, it would be the wrong table. How long is it going to take you to get that done?
9: I mean, the ordinance review committee usually meets on the first of the of the, the first week of the month, so it'll be April. Um, yeah. It would be part of our zoning ordinance, so I would have to advertise it, take it to P and Z. You're looking probably the second meeting of April at the soonest. Okay. So that would add another month to this customer.
2: Is that everybody okay with that?
9: So then, a motion would be to disapprove. Okay. Well,
6: oh, did anybody uh, complain? No, it.
2: What, I don't hear it what's the
9: concern here well uh the initial complaint was that the owner had chickens right and so that caused a code enforcement complaint they went out there and the property owner came to meet with my staff and code enforcement to see what could be done uh the most quickest uh fix was to apply for an ao rezoning uh, but in terms of the neighbors um, in opposition of the rezoning there are none sir. there are none no ma'am
4: I thought chickens was okay. It was the roosters, honestly, the ones that they didn't want. It's just poultry. Noise.
9: So, I mean, poultry yeah. is both yeah. genders, yeah, Under state law, we can't Texas. regulate.
2: Right. Unless it's AO. At least Uh-oh.
10: they'll have a, an alarm clock every morning.
9: <laughs> I don't know if that's good or
2: bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I did notice there was a, originally a complaint and that sure. went away because AO. I don't know if the people were complaining understood that. And, and there is quite a few houses around there I understand
10: yeah but they're all Thank pretty you. big houses like they they're what like two acres
9: an acre an acre and up
10: Above yes up,
2: ma'am. Right? okay so nobody <laughs> seconded the motion to
3: deny so right okay that's... what do you guys want to do
10: you know I just let
3: me just add a comment I think that's a good solution because somebody that's complaining about the chickens may not object to the zoning because that doesn't make sense to them yeah. They don't And if it. you send them a notice about a conditional use permit of some type, because there's chickens, it might get the attention it needs.
12: Mm-hmm.
3: And hmm ha- And you have a remedy. If it's, if it's AO, there is no remedy.
9: Well, they still can't cause a nuisance and the actual uh, livestock or poultry that you're gonna have needs to be 300 feet away from the uh, residential lot line. Um, so they have enough space to kind of move it away from the residential uh, zone property that's to the north. Um, but, I mean, other than that, it would just be what would the neighbors consider a nuisance.
4: Are these new pets? No, what we would mm-hmm.
2: consider a nuisance, right. the neighbors well,
9: don't consider
4: a yeah, yeah. nuisance. It to be a legal nuisance. Are these new
9: pets? Our understanding is they've had them for, for a while now, which okay, is why they is want to rezone Several it. years or? That I don't know, ma'am, to be honest.
10: Does he have a fence around the property?
9: It is fenced, yes. And the uh, poultry themselves were also in separate little coops
2: well it couldn't be any worse than lawn blowers which everybody uses in my neighborhood all around me all day so i guess we um, have a motion to approve no. motion to approve second motion and second to approve the AL. lawnmowers don't lay eggs a motion second any other discussion hearing that all in favor say raise your hand say uh, raise your hand aye one two three four, five. motion cut. okay is the applicant here they didn't need to. The no,
9: okay. They're feeding the chickens. B is rezoning. <laughs> yes. So the rezoning from R2 to R3A um, at 214 South Five and a Half Street. Uh, so, this property, there we go, is located on the west side of Five and a Half Street, um, approximately 155 feet south of Beaumont. Uh, the applicant is requesting rezoning to be able to construct apartments. Uh, feasibility plan at this point has not been submitted by the applicant. Uh, Surrounding uses include single-family homes, uh, Fields Elementary, and the Hygieia Building. Uh, The area is pretty established as a stable neighborhood with mostly single-family homes and some duplexes as well as a school to the south. Uh, The property was zoned R2 during comprehensive zoning in 1979. Uh, The requesting zoning does not conform, we believe, to the land use designation, nor does it match the character uh, of the neighborhood. Uh, Specifically, there are no properties zoned multifamily between... Business in Dallas on the north and south, and then second and 10th from east to west. Um, The street is a dead end uh, with uh, 27 feet of pavement. So usually with multifamily uh, designations, we do want at least 40 feet of pavement, and that is specifically for public works and for fire to be able to have a turnaround. And so right now, uh, both public works and the fire departments are concerned uh, with the narrowness there. Uh, The maximum density, that we would allow with that size of the property is six three-bedroom units or nine one-bedroom units. Now, the applicant has said that his intention is to just have six units, um, but we have reminded them that you know this <clears throat> is a can go up to a fourplex, so you're already able to have four units uh, with the current designation. Uh, this property, this uh, application rather, was heard at the March 2nd Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. There were three calls in opposition and one person. Uh, specifically there in person, uh, concerned with traffic, as well as the character of the neighborhood. PNZ unanimously voted to recommend disapproval of the rezoning request, and we are recommending disapproval as well.
2: Okay, and we have two people who want to comment against it, but before we did that, since it's been a negative recommendation from all around, do we have a motion from the City Commission? Motion disapprove. Second. Second. Okay, motion, second, disapproval. Then instead and instead of having the people that are out there want to talk about it, against it, is the applicant here? The person that's for, favor for it, are they here? Or the representative? No, sir, they're not. They mm. were let known. Okay, well then, mo- I, I would think we're ready to do to vote on it. We don't need to have any discussion for that. So all those in favor of the disapproval say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. No so whoever's out there, Mr.... Um, Lopez and Ms. Avila, um, oh, you were here already, so I hope you um, you got what you wanted. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that's the end of the public hearing. Uh, zoning ordinance. Oh, oh I see that C. I need a motion to approve the zoning ordinance uh, setting out All the approved. three zoners. Second. Second. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign, motion carried. Okay. Now, that was the end of the public hearing officially. Consent agenda, anything that'd be taken off the consent <coughs> agendas.
4: I'm assuming. Oh,
11: uh, 3G? On, I think that was, you brought that
2: up at workshop. Yeah, I think they answered it. Did they? Yes, the grants office would be administering
11: the. Uh, oh, mortgages. that's right, never mind. Yeah. And the C is the.
4: In-
2: Sherry IST for a joint election? Okay. Yeah. Let that off? No. Okay. Okay. Yep. move to approve. Back right, up. Okay. Okay, motion to approve items 3A through G. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carried. Bids and contracts.
3: Yes, sir, mayor. Uh, we've got a word of contract for network Wi-Fi equipment at traffic intersections to move. National Cooperative Purchasing Alliance.
12: Mayor, Commissioners, before you is a request to expand our Wi Fi services to 97 traffic uh, intersections to be able to control the cabinets. Um, Staff is recommending approval of 123,726 and 85 uh, for the purchase of that uh, Wi Fi equipment. Can can I have
4: a question? Sure that wi-fi equipment that we're going to approve we still it's not going to help those that are still on a metal pole we still don't have an answer for some of those areas that still don't have wi-fi
12: no the, the problem with the wi-fi for the residents right. is the metal poles are not structured correct. to hold the weight correct All so right.
4: but we don't have an answer to fix that
12: no no ma'am uh, other than
2: <coughs> we have a proposal we could take to you and it has to be run through the IT department there was yep. a proposal made
12: there, that was about there is a proposal where you could penetrate into the home, okay, uh, by putting a dish on the home, kind of like direct TV, and putting a piece of equipment in there. I don't know if we want to do that, that's up to the board. Very expensive, yes, uh, no. plus the liability of connecting into the home. But well, it's over in our, so but you're right, it's in our, there's it's no, a, there's there's no simple answer. solution like we had in the others.
6: This is this is equipment installed, this it's is in turnkey. Uh,
12: she was asking a question about the Wi Fi for the residential, not for what was being asked for approval here. Uh, this equipment is for uh, the traffic intersections. It would be installed by our own uh, traffic department. It's oh. just procuring the equipment. Other than this does have a piece of professional services to install the equipment on one of the water towers, the antennas on the water tower. We need one more water tower to reach <coughs> certain traffic intersections on the north, uh, northeast side of the, of the city. Awesome. Yeah,
6: but the equipment itself, um, the city isn't able to, we don't bid this one out, right?
12: No, this was through N C P A kind of like a, a D, like D I R it was a cooperative purchase. Okay. Um, so it is it is on a on a cooperative purchase. So they they bid for us. Yeah, yes, they bid for us.
2: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like um,
12: H G A C Houston oh. Galveston Area Council. Mm-hmm.
11: Robert, why was the original budget six hundred one thousand?
12: The the initial budget of six hundred one thousand came from the traffic um, Uh, improvement and drainage bond there was 601,000 that were allotted for communication to connect to the traffic cabinets in case we wanted to run fiber Um, so it's it's a it's a very large uh, savings by doing Wi-Fi there's several areas that we just can't get to the the street intersections through fiber down 10th Street up 23rd Street so we're we're doing we're doing we're doing Wi-Fi instead the fiber was installed on 2nd Street but it was overhead right Yes, on Second Street, and we connected to those those okay. cabinets already. Um, so this is to get to areas where we can't get fiber. A fiber. yeah. And of course, fiber would be more reliable than Wi-Fi, but Wi-Fi
11: is more accessible than maybe. Right, but Wi-Fi. but
12: fiber runs you fifty 40, to sixty thousand or forty to sixty thousand per per linear mile. Right. Very so fine. it's it's very expensive. We we have above ground fiber, right? We have both. Yeah. Uh, we have above ground on telephone poles. Uh, and underground for mission critical uh, facilities. Got it. Okay. Motion to to approve. approve.
2: Second. Motion second to approve. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all in favor say aye. 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 Motion carried A. B. Consideration
3: and award of performance and contract to Schneider. Uh, I think you had a good suggestion, there during the workshop, maybe as a next step. As going forward with the financing proposals. Correct. So moved.
2: Yes, Second. second. motion and second go forward finding the finding proposals discussed in uh, workshop. All those in favor say aye. 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 Then aye down there? Aye. aye. Okay. Opposed? Same sign. Motion carried. Thank
3: okay. you. Okay. 5A is ordinance providing for an amendment to revise the posted limit on 29th Street between Sprague and South Highway 107. Yes, so
13: sir. Second. <laughs> Thank
3: you. We want it higher it's very <laughs> necessary
2: <laughs> is that is based on a warrant or just that's what we thought we'd do?
14: It's based on a warrant sir. Okay.
2: In yeah. a motion second for discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 same sign.
3: Motion carried Thank you. Ordinance providing for an amendment of the landscaping requirements in parking lots.
9: All right, so this ordinance comes before you from the uh, Ordinance Review Committee. Our current code requires that every parking space be within 50 feet of a landscaped area with a tree. Uh, some developers have raised concerns over animals that go on the trees and then you know, affect cars. Um, so the ORC discussed it and we um, are proposing to increase the distance of parking stalls to 100 feet. And it does come with a favorable recommendation from both the ORC and staff.
4: Motion to approve. Second. Second. Any discussion? Mr. Birds that we you can't control anyway.
2: That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <So> the birds <laughs> don't get a vote. Okay. <laughs> All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign? Motion carried. You just don't park under Variances. <laughs> Variances
3: is consideration of a variance request to not require the subdivision really? process at forty four seventeen Lark
9: Avenue. Yes, sir. So this property is located on the south side of Lark, approximately a quarter mile west of Benson. Uh, It is in Cedar Limits and it is zoned R1. Uh, Surrounding uses include single-family residences as well as vacant land. Uh, The property has been in our ETJ since 1973 and was annexed in April of 1990. Um, The owner purchased the property in December of last year and the applicant is proposing to build a 2,500 square foot home. Uh, well Springs Road is actually Caliche Road. It measures between 15 to 20 feet uh, wide and it extends 350 feet south from Lark. Uh, it isn't a bona fide road, it, it's more of an access uh, easement. Uh, there are 10 tracks along Well Springs Road with residences or structures on them and then four of them are vacant. So in total there's 14 uh, lots along this uh, access easement. Uh, the applicant is requesting a variance to not sub guys to not subdivide, rather, because the property will remain uh, single-family home. Uh, there are four options before you. Staff is recommending option three, which is disapproval of the variance because there is no hardship here, at least that has been shown by the project engineer.
4: Everybody's in agreement. Everybody's okay.
2: Well,
9: not the property. Well, oh. no, not the property. Yeah. <laughs>
10: well, hold up. But isn't everything around it all know, just single-family
9: homes? Everything is around it, yes. It is single-family homes, and they've all been subdivided. The, of them the properties to the the subdivision. There's a subdivision to the west, a subdivision to the east. Everything south of it is unsubdivided. <laughs> you got about, about 10, 12 lots, correct on that? Yeah, 22,
2: 22. some without. Some got built without um, building permits some were right. before the right. city limits. We
9: that is what we've been able to surmise. Yes, sir. And Mr. Garcia, uh, and I know you weren't here the
11: last complete mm-hmm. continuous four years, but. To my recollection, there's been at least three, if not four, applicants from the same road in the last three and a half years requesting the same variance. Right,
2: so somebody's selling the lots off.
4: Right, yeah, we, of we, we, we've had that problem the last yeah, several meetings. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to find solutions before we- Is get the course. applicant
2: here? The representative? Come on forward. Are you going to step forward? You know, this seems like one where we do one at a time and then all of a sudden you got 20 houses with no street or drainage or anything. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead, sir. Well, let me speak on that. (laughs) Um, There used to be a residence at one time, Uh, but it was a trailer. I think it's been there for years. We do have access to water and they do have a sewer access. Oh, yeah. Closer to the mic, please. Thank you. I I didn't want you to see this part right Uh, (laughs) 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 here. Well, they do have access to water and sewer. And there was a home there at one time. And uh, unfortunately, well, you know, when they bought the property, uh, subdividing wasn't disclosed to them. Or the seller was unaware that they had to subdivide. Uh, they're not going to make any changes. It's not going to be commercial. It's going to be the same thing. Uh, we feel that you know, if there's anything that they can do, I know there's still right away that's possible that they can, or if anything, uh, where's the, where's fire protection? Where's the nearest fire hydrant? The fire hydrant is about 100 feet south, I think. Yeah, there's one in the middle of the mm-hmm. when it's, They do be, have a main line off Wall in Spring road. road, right there.
2: Okay. So what would be required? What's the cost? Is it the <laughs> road or the... Because the dedication doesn't matter. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't... Uh, there's nothing right. with So is it... How much does it cost to pave the road or is it... Yeah, well what it's the subdivision cost. I think what,
1: what would you require? I mean, would uh, money would have to go to escrow, wouldn't it? Yeah, escrow.
9: It's yeah. for the
1: uh, curb
9: and gutter.
10: And Has anybody uh from the properties to the south had to put anything as escrow okay
9: Well they haven't come for uh variances to not subdivide, nor have they actually subdivided. But should they need a building permit, they would either have to come here before you or subdivide with an engineer. Is, is there, there a house required on- required to it? pave and, and put curb and gutter and is there a house on the east
1: side? Uh, there is For is, the, I'm not too sure that property is part of it, but there is a house on the east side. So the properties that are on the east, the subdivision, that was done, I want to say back, uh, what, 19, in the 19, late 90s? Yeah. Uh, these subdivisions right here? Yeah. Late 90s. And, it, it, then, and they already have dedicated, they're right away off of uh, Lark.
2: And your entrance is on Lark? Uh, yes, sir.
1: Well, it could be either Old <coughs> Wellspring or Lark. Well, that's the issue. Wellsprings the issue. Yeah, Wellsprings. Mm-hmm. That'll determine which way uh, the, the house would we'll be facing, right?
3: And is the applicant uh, willing to uh, dedicate right-of-way for build roadways?
0: Yes.
10: yes. I would like to make a motion to approve the variance so we can kind
2: of get it. Yeah, OK, let me ask, a, can I ask one more question? I, I remember in the old days when I was city attorney it's so long, I can't remember. We assess some properties. We went in in the streets and you put an assessment program. I think we still have legal authority to do that. And I can't remember how you the process to go. So when, because you can't get everybody to do it, so you actually do an assessment. But yeah, you, hold them, you. you
4: hold them back and then at that
2: point? At that point you assess it. You just, you know, when you get enough people where you wanted to, do, it's cost effective to do it and houses are on there, you, you go ahead and do an assessment. That would be one, instead of putting it up, but I, I can't remember, yeah, there, there's a
3: process that is allowed through Does state it take statutes. a long time? Commissioner, I mean, does it
4: take me. a long time?
3: No, I mean, it would be done at the time that we we deem necessary for the improvements to happen.
4: Oh, okay.
3: Uh, just
11: I don't a, think we're there yet, right? Huh? Are we there yet? To, 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 no, to, no, not
3: to make the improvements, um, but we certainly need the right-of-way on right. both of them. And
11: Commissioner Ramirez, your motion was option one or option two,
4: or didn't you suggest it three, Edgar? I suggest three. which is
11: Disapproval altogether. Oh, okay.
10: Yeah, yeah. As uh, you the one, one that has one?
4: the approvals. the right
11: away, but the, the one
10: with the right away.
11: way oh, my! I suggest option two. Please,
6: I would second yes. option two. It's
1: okay. Option two. How it's much right away are we giving up it's <laughs> thirty. Thirty feet from arc. the center line, or no? Thirty additional 30
9: feet. Thirty and fifty.
1: Wellspring. 50 on Wellspring. So from the center line?
3: It's 50 from the center line, though, Edgar. Yes.
9: Oh, that's a that's a big chunk, yeah. Well,
1: and Wellspring? On um, Wellspring? Why?
9: Well, because it's an interior lot. Obviously, because it's not a real road. Um, right now, there. Right now, part of the easement is 20 feet, right? And so, if any developer comes in and wants to create an interior road, we would tell them to, to do 50. Now, if you want to cut it down to half and assume that the properties on the east side are also going to dedicate at one time, then we can do 25. And I that's what they, you
2: would normally do.
11: Okay.
2: Yeah.
9: What's this 30 here? Yeah, your item yeah, but, says
11: 50 but, uh, feet off Lark and 30 feet right away oh. off North or of Well Springs. It's 30 from, it's 30 from, from the, and the, the
2: center so line. It's, it's
11: inverse.
4: How so much are they losing, large. actually, from their own property? Do you
1: have the plan?
4: The 20 plus what? Oh, you gotta smell no, the easement. You gotta get the easement. It seem like yeah, 40 feet, there
1: you go. Oh, their property is up the middle, like back then, okay. So it's so if you're feet already 30 20, points, yeah, you so you can, would, another yeah. 10 feet? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. Oh, nice. and, and then 30 from here. There, uh, yeah, so 30 I mean, more that's feet from what you have Lark right now. I mean,
4: a that's nothing. I, to I agree
1: with Lark, I mean. And how about this though?
2: If we ever, uh, right now, if we ever agree to assess for everybody, they sign an agreement that they will not contest the assessment. That means when, you get, when everybody's gonna have to pave the road, you guys agree to pay your portion. Yes, sir. That may never happen, but. That helps us. One more we don't have to deal with at that time. It's okay? That's an amendment to your motion? Yes, sir. it helps
5: in the future with
2: the rest of the people. You second? Second. Okay. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Aye. 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 Motion carries. Aye. Aye. Good luck to you all. Good luck. Good, good luck. That
4: was a great solution. You're lucky at Thank fire you. protection. Tanya. So what? Or the better solution.
2: Okay. Uh, that's Now the next is a uh, manager's report.
3: Yeah, the uh, all we left in here, mayor and commissioners, were as uh, the um, the application submitted to the county. Uh, I think there was a question on something else by one of you. Uh, <clears throat> the The new funding that we've all been hearing about. We've got a meeting on Friday uh, with the congressman and other folks, and some of the staffs going to join me at in Edinburgh, and so we'll have a better idea of how that's going to work. But unless you have any questions, but there was a question on right. Something. I think there JJ
6: was, was uh, talking about the supplementary request, Right, right. the Wi-Fi, and the small business
11: grant, that as of the last, me- well, as of the report you made on February the 8th, last month, it still showed Wi-Fi and small business grant pending. pending. But on this sheet, the one that you gave us for our packet for this meeting, it doesn't address that. Yeah,
3: no, I don't think it showed that, Commissioner, because that, that's all the money the county's gonna give us. So any other application that we submitted in addition to this figure, uh, was not approved. So okay. our total that's is eighteen million nine hundred eleven
6: thousand. So they they already did respond though and said not approved. Yeah. Maybe so the Wi-Fi one. is not going to get reimbursed. Correct.
3: Okay. So we will be submitting that in this new stimulus package. Great. Yeah, okay. it'll be covered.
1: We
2: want to be sure? Yeah, <laughs> enough money to be covered.
3: Yeah, for sure. And, and again, that money supposedly is coming directly to the city of McAllen. Correct. We well, want to thank the county for their cooperation and getting Very approved, approved under the existing one. And um,
2: <laughs> okay, we'll be on our own this <laughs> <next> one.
3: More <laughs> Okay,
2: give me out of this one.
3: You got uh, next one. B <laughs> is a uh, project status report.
14: Yes, sir. Let me see if I can get this.
2: You didn't know you were going to be up today doing it's it. To work. We don't have a screen, by the way.
14: Uh, you should be getting. None no, of us. Oh, mine's back
2: up. Is, is, is this back
3: up in here? Uh-huh. No. I was
10: going to no. say mine wasn't working, but then I noticed nobody. I in can't
3: let. Yeah. Only I the people that are not running for office can see it.
2: <laughs> 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 well, we're going to start doing those jokes now. ay, <laughs> uh, yeah, ay. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have it either. I don't so
4: have is either. that? Yeah, we don't need it. What are no, you doing? There you go. Testing it. Oh, now it started. It just started.
3: The remote, of course. (laughs) There you go. All right. There you go.
14: So we have our project status report through February 28th. The picture that you see there before you is our traffic crews hard at work at Bicentennial with a signal, uh, drilling signal installations. So for the Bicentennial project, as you as you very well may recall, we had a. Grand opening from Trenton to Auburn on March 12th, so that section of roadway has been completed. Uh, The contractor continues to work in the segments north. Um, They've installed for for a good part of it uh, at least half of the roadway, the first course, and from Hobbs um, to 107, they've installed the the first course for the full uh, pavement width. Uh, Utilities are essentially complete. Why does it kinda go like that? You know, our consultants did this uh, design. Some of it has to do with the widening um, at the intersection oh, okay. for uh, the left turn lane, and then going back down to reducing it. And that's just how that. But there's curve. actually a
3: horizontal curve over there, right?
14: <laughs> there is a curve, yes, sir. Okay, <laughs> a good eye. Um, And so uh, right. they've also continue. They're also continuing with the um, barriers, uh, the noise barriers as well through the project. We have one more that's being constructed. They have a completion date overall for the contract of, in August of 2021, but we're also working to open the next phase. And so, hopefully, within a couple of months or less, we'll be able to have another opening um, either Northgate or uh, Frontera. So, we're working on that with the contractor as well.
2: As a contest between that and. Um,
14: it's a contest.
2: Which one over by um, this convention center? Oh, Kennedy. Kennedy. Kennedy.
14: Kennedy's next on the list. So, <laughs> Kennedy um, will be opening rather shortly. They have uh, actually um, they're they're past their completion time. Uh, we've been working with them uh, to lay down that first course of asphalt, and uh, we are just finalizing so that they can prep for that. So within the next couple of weeks, you should see, or sooner, you should see asphalt going down on Kennedy. Um, for our 2018 drainage bond projects, the North 43rd Street uh, stormwater bypass construction work continues. We are working with AEP. Um, on scheduling of an electric line that um, is causing a conflict at this time. We'll continue to work with them to get past that. Yes. On uh, Dove, from second, 10th to 2nd Street Drainage, the contractor has already paved the section east of Dove and actually um, at the 2nd Street uh, Pass, we uh, traffic crews have striped that section as well, so that's open. They continue west of 2nd Street, um, working their way towards 10th, um, and it is causing a a lot of for trouble. traffic um that's expected we knew that was going to be happening um just as a uh, notice we have other projects coming in that are going to impact second street one oh, of them gosh. is uh let me finish this project i guess rdh is a contractor um that we are working with them as well because they are behind on their contract time for this so well, will that
2: eliminate them? when it rains the lakes at um at dove and second and dove and tenth
14: dove and tenth yes sir that is there won't project. be
2: any lake there anymore right.
14: That that is our that is our aim. Yes, sir. Are,
11: are we hopeful for completion by the summer?
14: So um, yes, yes, we we are. Like I said, we're working with them. They are uh, behind schedule, and you can see here they had a January 11th uh, time okay. frame for completion. But when you talk about our, summer, is that
4: June, July, or August?
14: <laughs> I'll, I'll get you an updated schedule for them. Um, RDH does have quite a bit of projects <laughs> with the city, and so we're coordinating and scheduling. They're actually also doing Kennedy, so we're coordinating and scheduling that work. Um, Fourth and Sunflower, this is another project that's going to impact 2nd Street. And so they're making their way towards 2nd Street. RDH is the contractor for this project as well. They're making their way towards 2nd Street, and this is going to uh, benefit that fourth and Sunflower area for drainage. We also have um, the Northwest Blue Line regrade, Trenton to Outfall. Ream is the contractor, and this is the work that's going out there um, at Auburn. They are installing those boxes along Auburn and making their way towards uh, what's future 33rd street and then they're going to make their way north um to assist that uh Weir ridge subdivision for those drainage improvements so they're they're actually on schedule and they're making very really good progress uh with this project as well
11: as far as the north 33rd segment uh, i think there's a, a big push to try to get it done before summer in june
14: right yes sir um the contractor although they have an extension in their time frame they have committed because this also includes drainage work they have committed to complete the storm sewer infrastructure um, before the end of May, and then they're gonna continue with the rest of the, dra- the drain ditch work um, with the rest of the contract time. Very good, thank you. So we're, we're working closely with them on this. We also have our Bicentennial Blue Line, um, Harvey to Tamarack Bridge Improvement Replacements, Go Underground's a contractor. They've laid down the our boxes. Um, they're at, at the La Vista uh, Bridge crossing. Um, we have the Highland Bridge, it's already been delivered. Um, I think we've even gotten comments from uh, at least one commissioner um, about that bridge location that's gonna be basically at the Highland Avenue uh, crossing. Um, that used to be the Highland Avenue crossing, I should say. The contractor will then move on to Harvey, um, do the improvement at Harvey, and then after Harvey, they'll move on to Tamarack and do um, the bridge uh, replacement there. Can
2: I ask you a, a layman's question? That That is better flow or what, what's the real purpose for that? I know.
14: So the bridges um, that we had there, uh, we were having issues with scour, and it was gonna require a lot of maintenance to come back in and fix those, those issues. So by putting in these boxes, we eliminate that. And then we're also um, able to work the entrance hydrology to help water flow better through them.
2: And it's a lot of money. So,
14: yes, sir. Yeah. Um, but, I, but they I were- not know why it's
2: that much money. Look at the size of that thing. Yeah, it's
4: huge.
14: Yes. But <laughs> yeah. so that's also gonna eliminate,
4: I'm sorry, flooding in all these areas so that
14: project does not increase detention this was more of a maintenance uh project okay. not an added um, capacity project. um although we are making adjustments <laughs> um at the entrances to that which will help that flow okay. better and then the last update i have is um actually uh the text project uh the contractor jagalo pulis um submits an update uh to us for this project um, they indicated that they're working on DC-4, and that's the uh, column or bent that's at the northeast corner in that picture that's before you. Uh, and after they're completed with that one, they're gonna continue um, the rest of this month with the DC-2, the yeah. substructure that's just say maybe south of that, um, continue work in that area. This is leading to um, closures that have already started to impact our section of, of um, the expressway. They have been doing nightly closures, and they're doing striping and putting in concrete concrete barriers um, that will basically essentially remain in place till early 2023, and that's in the north, sorry, the eastbound direction. They're also having night closures in the westbound direction uh, through far uh, for this week as well.
2: So when is the exit eastbound for Maine and... Um... Bicentennial. Which one's not open up? main and Bicentennial, right? That's closed. That's still closed. Our an expressway going eastbound, that exit's closed still.
14: Let me follow up on when they're opening that one back up. You know, that would one, be a different project. That would the main be Maine and Bicentennial, the, yeah. Right. That would be our Bicentennial project, not um, the interchange.
2: For, yeah, because that's been closed for a while. Yes, I'll I'll follow
14: up with them on that time frame. I did not get an update um, on that project from TxDOT, so I'll follow up with you in Mm. in a Friday highlight on progress for that work. And so the contractor for this project is gonna continue with those nightly closures till they get those uh, barriers up, and that's gonna allow them to do the work that they need um, for this interchange project. Any questions? No.
2: That's it. Thank you very much. Parks and Recreation.
13: Good afternoon, Mike. How are you doing today? Good afternoon or good evening. How are you, folks? Good to be here.
5: Happy, Mike.
13: So I have a few items uh, to share as far as updates for uh, some of the major projects for the Parks and Recreation Department, and I'll be happy to answer any questions you may have. The uh, first project I'm going to share with you is, uh, let's see, it's not advancing here. You can give us a verbal. We've seen bathrooms uh, before. I will. I will. Uh, the The first project is uh, La Vista Park. Basically, this what you see here is an aerial of the uh, improved uh, the improved granite uh, trail. We have the uh, canteen improvements, which is uh, part of the rental pavilion, and then we also have the sidewalk connection between the uh, new bathrooms and and the picnic shelter. The, the next image we have is the inside wow. of the rental pavilion. This was uh, very old, obviously needed a renovation. What you see here, the smoke, smoke <laughs> sacks used to be barbecue pits, but that became more of a fire hazard and a concern, potential for liability, so we just uh, provided the electricity for folks to use roasters, because that's something that they bring a lot of their food in, or hold a lot of their food in, and uh, now have the barbecue pits outside. You so guys do
2: this yourself?
13: Um, our, our staff did it in house, wow. yes sir.
2: Really nice. Very nice.
13: so this next image is uh, for that same park and these are all funds uh, provided by the uh, parkland dedication for this particular area so uh, another thing we're doing to this particular park is replacing an existing playground this is probably one of the larger play structures that we're doing and we're keeping the same uh, basically the same location the same uh, uh, area that's being covered with total replacing uh, just all the structures, the piping and everything for that particular one. The next project is Uvalde Ballfield. This was a CDBG project, and this was done, uh, basically we contracted with Musco. Our staff members are running all the conduit and electrical work. Uh, now we're going to work on the irrigation system, that'll be in house as well. And uh, basically uh, modifying some of the, uh, the uh, soil conditions to get that green grass growing hopefully by the end of the summer. These are the two electricians that made it happen. They ran all the conduit, all the electrician, or electrical work to the area. So uh, next park is Suarez. Suarez Park was one of a uh, C- CDBG projects that we were able to, to do this year. This is basically the uh, ADA uh, access for anybody in a walker or in a wheelchair to be able to have access from the parking lot to the bathrooms and the play structure without having any tripping hazards or anything like that. Awesome. This is La Floresta. We just uh, reached an agreement with Irrigation District number one. They will be providing flood irrigation, which is something I was really pushing with. The irrigation system there would cost us about $80,000. And with this, we'll be able to thoroughly irrigate, even if it's once a month, at a fraction of the cost. This is the uh, plan for it. It'll be about three quarters of a mile. Of uh, com, com, basically uh, decomposed granite for a uh, jogging trail, three little picnic uh, shelters, and a playground as well.
4: What what street is that on? La Floresta
13: is North 23rd, right before you hit Freddy Gonzalez.
4: Okay.
11: We can't just siphon the water from the canal.
13: <laughs> I'm just asking. No, <laughs> so it'll be it'll be metered, and uh, but we will have the ability to to pan create three sections. It's about six acres of parkland, so. Uh, We're looking forward to getting that done. This next image here is uh, an issue we have at the Convention Center. We have uh, a lot of oak trees that are not doing well. And as more time passes, we're going to start seeing more and more issues. Uh, The recommendation that I have is to start removing some of these. In removing these oak trees, we can relocate them successfully if we act now. Basically, we can relocate them to where there's no concrete, no asphalt. Open parkland would be my suggestion.
6: You have ideas. Well, then, in that oh, yes. case, I, in that case, I think all the ones downtown are doing very bad. <laughs>
13: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'll show you some of the images. You will see what happened? These roots basically are growing mm. into the concrete right. and right. pushing themselves up. And you'll see some of the leaning, uh, leaning photos. Leaning tower that tree. Yeah, you see the root structure right there is going right into the curb. Right. Yep. The tree there is basically, if we get, uh, hopefully we can move some, most of them, not most of them, but at least, I'm proposing at least 16 of the trees for now. And uh, if trying to get this done before hurricane season, because we'll lose a good chunk of these trees if we if we wait. And right now, we're still not in uh, seeing very, very hot temperatures. So their success, they would have to be dug by hand, obviously hoisted up, and relocated. I have a suggestion.
10: How about the Springfest field in the, uh,
13: South 23rd? Well, we have a lot of trees there. This, r- there's a number of trees or uh, locations that we will we, we'll consider. The first thing is get them off the ground. And yeah. uh, we have a line they of mesquites. Lines. We have a lot of different trees there. We don't want to eliminate the, the plain space at Springfest. But uh, we'll, we'll look at different areas that could use trees. Just because
10: tree of the shade. Because I know a lot of people like the parents, they'll go watch their kids like playing and stuff
7: like that, and there's no shape. There's,
2: there's no not, shade. A, or benches or anything. What, else. what do you do on the south side of Spring Fest? Because the north side is the soccer field now, and Polo, what, the south side looks at like it. It's look uh, as,
13: being leased. Part of it is, is parking, and a portion okay. of it is also leased to, uh, I guess, it's got an oil, uh, uh, I guess, I forget it's the uh, mineral rights that are collected through there, but it's, it's uh, I would say, about an acre of it is leased and they, we provide access through that driveway uh,
4: and can we make a better parking area because there's none really
13: well once we build the bathrooms which oh, is okay. one of our next projects we will be working with public works and hopefully getting some uh, we have we have a very there's uh no good solid base we'll, we'll continue to make some improvements there
2: And district number three has never s- connected the irrigation line to there right
13: <laughs> no so we use potable water for that i know you do yeah. but
2: we had a proposal to do
13: so this this last image here is basically the image area that would be impacted at first for the convention center, some of the trees here that would uh, need to be removed. And in visiting with, uh, with obviously with, with management and at the convention center and, and with our management, this would also open up an opportunity to, to do things with this particular area. If we were to remove some of these trees, we would now have a larger venue to offer possibly for concerts or anything to do in the future. We have a lot of uh, uh, promoters that are wanting to do larger concerts, but Oval Park is not large enough for what they want. And, and uh, the dirt
5: property gets kind of ugly. Yes, sir. It's been yes.
13: Done. This but is my We
5: looked into how much, for example, if you take off the trees and then we get rid of the, the curbs, at work, or?
13: Well, we would
5: still leave. Or you can just leave the stripings, but. Right.
13: The the car stops would probably be there. We'd probably have to connect uh, like what we have in front of the Performing Arts Center, some pedestrian bridges, and mm-hmm. we'd have to mark those to where that would be where the uh, the folks would go from one place to another. But
4: you do want I... shade somehow.
13: Yeah, there would it would just be the the trees in the middle. The all the surrounding trees, everything in the in the outskirts would be would be left there, and we'd have to work on trimming some and possibly bring. we we'd need a lot of work, but it'd be a start, and it'd be a. Positive, I guess, uh, thing to do after, one, we'd save the trees, and two, we'd create a larger venue for outdoor events. Now,
10: are we eventually eventually, going to be removing the other oak trees in the property?
13: This would be At our first step. Center? What is I, the first one? Yes. I, I would suggest in the future that we, we continue that conversation only because we're going to end up losing them if we don't relocate them.
4: Ready?
2: All the ones on the road there are way too close to other They should never have planted that close
3: together
12: yeah i noticed this?
3: that mike you didn't include that in your little drawing yeah. the ones right along the street look pretty problematic also didn't
13: yes it? and they are younger trees they're not showing those signs but as they okay. grow yes yeah, yeah. so one of the discussions we thought of, of thinning out the ones that uh, basically what's what's happening with a lot of these trees and i'll go back to one of the images is the roots are growing in circles right. and that's called basically girdling roots and that's what it's pushing them off the ground and uh if if it continues a tree literally chokes itself
4: can any of those trees go to the mcgowan nature center because there are some areas there too that there's no shade
13: the nature center has a lot of trees well, obviously. on the past
4: but like over by the hill in that area
13: yeah we, we can select we can look at different locations <clears throat> the first step would be to uh, get get mm-hmm. the green light to move forward so we can start getting quotes because i just feel that if the weather gets any warmer we won't lose that window We
10: we're not replacing any like it's just getting removed and they're just going to stay empty like we're not going to add any more plants or anything like well, that well there's
13: plenty of trees there uh so basically mm-hmm. we're removing the problematic ones and the ones that would allow us to create that open space
10: because we can still put like the the smaller ones right like the the native ones
13: well these like are the
10: little native tree
13: the we we have uh we have uh basically we have cedar elms and uh we we have a number of other species we we have uh some cypress trees as well but uh, if we create if we want to create that open space we would basically relocate those and uh, open the space and try and uh, i would say that with the existing trees in the perimeter there's plenty of shade plenty of green space and we would allow to we would be allowed to do more with that particular area there
11: just don't install do like any more mexican sycamore.
13: no sir no they don't <laughs> do well here <laughs> any questions pull them out
10: Cool suggestion, driving
2: theater. That'll be fun. They could go and drive in your car and yeah. watch movies. Put some shade in south at the soccer fields. I mean the football uh, fields.
10: Yeah.
13: We'll, we'll look at the and different the locations and we'll keep you posted on on the status. Thank you, sir. And, Thank
2: you. Know, and then the picture, the overhead picture. Oh, make the pond <laughs> blue. It looks green in that picture.
13: That's <laughs> <laughs> an old Google Earth image, yes, right. sir. It there. is blue. Thank okay. you very much. Thank
2: you, Mike. Any other questions? No. Thanks. guys all do a great job out there. Subdivision monthly report,
9: Mr. Garcia. So we had another good uh, month for new subdivisions. Way
2: over last year, year today.
9: Yes, Um, we're on track to to beat last year's uh, number for new and we're on track to at least uh, meet um, our number for recorded subdivisions. So first off, we have Acre 2 subdivision, uh, one-lot, two-acre commercial uh, property north of the Expressway between 2nd and McCall. Next up, we have Cedar Place uh, subdivision. It's one-acre apartment subdivision on Cedar, just east of McCall. There we go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, next up is Donald Wade. You passed it. Yeah, Donald Wade, uh, which is in the ETJ, uh, just west of Benson, it's a one-lot, uh, one-acre subdivision. Can they request annexation? They have not. We have offered it. And I don't. You
2: you're going to give me a tally of that, right? Yes,
9: we're actually finishing up that report. You should have it this, this week. Thank you. Yes, sir. Next up is Fullerton, uh, one-lot single-family residential at a quarter of an acre on 29th and Fairmont. Uh, Ropa usada which will be for duplexes, it's three lots at half an acre. Um, Beaumont between 25th and 26th, Lakehurst, lot 6A, 7A, and 7B. It's also in the ETJ right on the southeast corner of 8 Mile and Taylor, uh, three lots, four acres. NACCU, lot 1A and 2A is actually a replat. Uh, there were some issues with some easement, so they just decided to replat, but it is uh, two lots, uh, commercial on 10th and Northgate. Newhouse Estates, it's uh, five lots, uh, five and three quarter acre residential subdivision on Benson and Newhouse. North Park on 107, that will be a single family uh, residential development with 98 lots, just about, uh, under rather 20 acres. Oxford Homes is 49 lots, 14 acres. This one is on Oxford and uh, 23rd to the west. Park Terrace will also be a single family residential with uh, 63 lots um, on John and Taylor. And Ruby Plaza will be a commercial plaza, one lot, uh, two and a quarter acre. This is on Ware and Cedar. Silver Valley, uh, two lot single family residential on Taylor. And lastly, World of Four subdivision will be apartments just south of uh, Fields Elementary,
4: South Fields, oh, yes, on Dallas. Yeah, yes, ma'am. just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. how many residents all of these new subdivisions in these homes and apartments are they bringing to the city of McAllen?
9: Like a, a raw number of uh-huh. just how many yeah. new single? I can get you that. I don't know off the top just of my head. Curio- yeah, I can do that. How
4: many more we're getting to the city of McAllen?
9: Yes,
4: ma'am. So I'm assuming that um, on Dallas, the the. Um, that lot that's been for sale for years and years finally sold. Is it on the south side of Dallas?
9: Which parcel in particular?
4: Uh, between second and tenth, or directly across I'm the street from sure. Victor yeah. Fields.
9: Oh, that then this is probably it. Yeah, because this one was actually rezoned uh, middle of last year sometime, uh-huh. um, and that was because they they had recently purchased it. So it's okay, probably the that's, lot that's you're it. talking yeah. about.
4: Okay. Can be right next door to come. Sorry,
10: there isn't it, but the, the the one north of the Newhouse Estates subdivision, <coughs> yes. Los Vecinos, did that one get approved already.
9: That one, I believe, is still being worked on. Yes. Hello. yes.
2: <laughs> How, all those ones go; they don't go out Newhouse Drive to where they go north up Benson. Up
9: Benson, yes, sir.
2: Yeah,
9: sir. So. And I think that was the issue with, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Any other questions? No. Thank you, Mr. Garcia. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, I future agenda items. Let me ask you a question. On the second one, Commissioner Ramirez, we get a weekly report now in, on mm-hmm. AP lights. Yes. So you still want it on the agenda? Future.
10: No, items? I think I think we're good on that. Yeah, hour.
3: we included last Friday. I think. Huh? It was, it was, it was, it was Friday. last week. Yeah. yeah. The lights. Should we take it off.
2: Yes. Right? But keep on keep on getting reports. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
10: Yes. Hey, you got to keep them told with
2: the lights. Okay, South 23rd Improvement's Corner is here. That they forget about my
10: lights. What's, What's that one? Our, our lights.
4: Our lights,
10: our yes.
4: Th- yeah, Yeah, because we have them all over the city. There's some there's out.
2: Anything else? What's so the we're animal we're control we're moratorium?
10: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Just on possum
2: collection. Huh? Oh, good question.
6: Just on
10: oh, the possum, possum collection.
2: collection. Possum collection. <laughs> do you have one? <laughs> okay.
10: Wait, what are we going to do with the collected possums?
6: No, I'm... I'm i'm proposing we discuss putting like a 90-day moratorium on picking them up to see if it is any real negative effect to the community really not shouldn't be picking them up and don't we pick up raccoons
4: too sebi mr commissioner don't we pick up raccoons too or we don't we don't go in houses no (laughs) no people
2: ask us because they get raccoons they get up in the houses but i
4: thought we had if we pick
6: up raccoons i think it's
2: minimal
8: yeah
6: something that's not even consequential
2: because they just uh, (laughs) released them out in the wild. They don't.
6: Yes. Yeah. They we 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 pick them up, take them in, they release them back out. We pick them back up.
4: We can leave them in Edinburgh or other cities.
6: And they account (laughs) for about. They probably account for about forty percent of our pickups.
2: That's pretty significant.
6: And they steal our cages. They do.
2: Well, I heard there's a shortage in Cameron County. Maybe we to just. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine.
4: (laughs) Well, you're going to travel though. (laughs)
2: we should be able to
3: bring it next next meeting yeah we've
2: we've got a suggestion i guess steven or somebody have to. okay small business gant uh grant program options that's still
10: yeah we're going to talk about it after we
2: figure out how much money we're getting on this other deal okay let's do these let's do these three at workshop right yes and then and then we'll start i wanted
10: to get the report of the uh, because the white the residential wi-fi update uh, just because someone did ask me if like where we were in it. I guess it came up today so just so we can get an update like where it's already yeah, we, available we can
2: put it on we can put the proposed cost that new program mm-hmm. we'll give you what we got and what we need to do yeah. if we can afford it okay. okay where's um Robert if you're out there make sure you get that okay that the, knows, that's pretty good on the agenda
12: yeah and
10: okay, we got the sidewalks report from Mario we talked about that
12: Yeah, um,
3: you mean the the actual construction? Yeah, we're probably 90 days away from bidding that. Uh, I did get a a verbal report last week. So they're designing it right away and so on. But we'll get you an update. We'll we'll put it on the Friday packet. And and I would like to report at the same time, how
2: how you guys, the subdivision, how you make a decision not to require the the sidewalks to go in at the time of subdivision? that's what we, we do a lot of catch-up
10: because actually I know in La, like right, in la Valvois, more,
4: the second time around
10: in La Valboa right now I know a lot of people are applying to subdivide from because they the, the lots are huge so they're so I've, I guess once they like pass owners or whatever so they're subdividing it to two is there any way that we can add <clears> that part of the subdivision process is that they add the sidewalk in the front
2: We'll I think we've up. had
10: maybe like four we or a, five of them. That we need we come a whole report subdivide. on
4: subdivision and sidewalks. Yes. Well, we should do that overall citywide, though, so that we can start. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that should be an overall citywide project. Put it. I mean, uh, yours and all, everybody else's because.
2: Yeah. We'll give a full report. Okay.
4: That's good? Everybody good?
11: Okay.
2: Next yeah, the other no one I'll talk
14: to. You.
11: What happened to the- uh, Table legs. Comprehensive.
3: Right.
11: Planning updates. Foresight.
4: Foresight
3: yeah. McAllen. Uh, he just one. approved it very recently, so they're probably we're still negotiating. Yeah.
2: Okay,
1: yeah. that's it.
3: All right,
4: thank you. Oh yeah, we, we're,
2: we're paying okay, for that's the that's why the they're solved. Yet. Because yeah. we ask them to, remember we asked the staff to do right. things that they could do. Um, that's right. Turning us into Loveland, Colorado. Okay, tabled items that come off the table stays on the table. Uh, mayor's report, uh, COVID. I to take this off. A couple things. Um, we our numbers are leveling off. They're going up a little bit, but we're um, we're doing better from a county standpoint. Hospital numbers are even doing a little better than than that. Still have people passing away, and that's too many. Once too many for that. But. Um, um, no real reports on that outside of what we, on asylum seekers. Uh, legislative report, um, it's heating up now, the election um, law, they wanna restrict uh, voting a little more or whatever that is. A bunch of bills been filed. Obviously, electricity's taking up a lot of our time on what to do with uh, the billions that have been um, done. I can't understand if somebody was gonna make enough money at, say, $4,000, uh, why you wouldn't reduce it I mean, why would you make everybody a billionaire, or whatever, just um, because somebody un- underestimated or overestimated what it cost to get com- uh, competition. But anyways, they're doing that, and then the budget, and things are moving quickly now, but in those areas. So um, they're gonna start up um, hearing bills, etc., real soon, they're running out of time. The Asylum Seeker Report, uh, on COVID matters, by the way, uh, we have um, measured the, Positive responses, we're averaging 2.5%, which the state average was 12. Last time I looked, it's probably around 10 now. So the co- people who are coming asylum seekers have a significantly lower positive rate for COVID than the state average. And so you hear a lot of rhetoric about, well, it's, you know, and so now the people that have to go in quarantine are long, long because if one person in the family goes, the whole family goes quarantine for 10 days and doesn't get released till everybody in the family. Uh, test um, negative so that process is working um, real well and I was surprised at those numbers but that's that's what they are and that has been pretty constant over the last um, two months that we've been receiving uh, people and that's about the number that um, uh, Brownsville is receiving too although Brownsville does about 25% of what we're doing uh, over on the numbers <clears throat> um, we received a report over the Friday with a special meeting that they were gonna increase the numbers of released uh, maybe up to 800 a day. So we prepared for that um, with the Guadalupe Church and some other entities and even um, Harlingen, et cetera. Uh, we got 100 and something, 160 on Saturday and 360 yesterday. And so we don't know what's happened. We had a, another call today and we didn't, um, uh, Border Patrol wasn't on the call so we don't know what happened or what didn't happen. But that's kind of good news, not bad news. Mm. So. So we'll see. We're a little perplexed that the DHS secretary says that they're turning back off family members. If you read the paper, if the paper's any accurate in that. We're still, they didn't turn 360 family members away yesterday, so we don't know what, what that process is, except they're um, um, gonna have more congressmen Friday is gonna come in, senators and congressmen, and so it's good for hotels and airlines, I guess. Uh, <coughs> Hopefully, uh, the other thing is, uh, because of these asylum seekers only have 2.5%, we still can't understand why non-essential Mexicans can't come across the bridge.
4: I asked again this weekend.
2: You know, because it's based on COVID. I mean, it's based on the health situation. And, you know, if asylum seekers are okay, they have 2.5 and there has been no documentation that the essential workers have any more COVID than the average person over here. Uh, Health Department does take a look at that so we've been really urging the Biden administration to open up um, that I think it's going to be a political issue now but there is no reason for that and you know if you go downtown they need it to be it's a real serious economic development issue um, for us
4: those who fly are not going to be questioned or tested are they those who are going to start with Idlemire in April
2: they're they're not going to be they are physically looked at but they don't don't, uh, test them although the bridges are off still um, shut down to one lane, I mean, they. I guess they could set up a system where you test and 15 minutes later, whatever, I don't I don't know who'd pay for that, but um, we'd have to see on that. Uh, let's see. I wrote notes and I can't read them anymore. Uh, oh, one, one other thing on asylum seekers. Uh, well by the way, we've done a lot of TV trying to say, we're okay in McAllen, we're holding our own. It's, you know, it's border patrols, it's a, crisis there and there's a crisis in Washington but we're, we're holding our own. So we've been getting some good publicity, I think. So she's following up on that and we're doing well on trying to tell our story. It's the safest city in Texas. I'm claiming it is, I don't know if it is or not, but we, I think we are at, at, at that level. Um, in relationship there, we have a lot of questions of how can they come across if there's walls? And so I guess I can talk about walls. One of the problems that's happened is that when the Biden administration took over, they stopped all the construction on the walls. Told them stop stop construction. The problem with that is a lot of the walls that are on the levee were um, it, uh, penetrated the levee for foundation, so they compromised the condition of the levees. And we're heading into hurricane season. And last time we talked um, to the government, we said what's happening, they are aware of it, they have not authorized the contractors to go in repair what they've done in relationship to the levy, the foundations and the um, damage to the levies, potential damage. And so uh, we're just saying it's gotta happen because we'll be in hurricane season and we don't know how long it's gonna take because that's new construction. They have to do new cost estimates, right? Because we're not finishing the the wall, they're just um, completing that. And apparently that's um, a political deal is where you get the money from it if they didn't think the president had the money right to do it in the first place. At any rate, um, we need to have some action and hopefully if you see any congressman this weekend, Roy, Friday, as we mentioned that, that's a real serious um, development. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the health development report. I forget why I put that on there. Maybe that's what I did. But anyway, so we're, um, we're continuing, to, to, uh, continuing to be in control of McAllen, if you will, and, and the world around us is a little crazy. Development report. If I think of it, I'll call you. <laughs> That's all I had. Anybody have questions? Any of those? Okay.
11: We're ready to go into executive session, Mr. City Attorney. There's my opinion that items 10A and B qualify for consideration in executive session. Under 071 and 087, consultation with City Attorney and economic development matters, I recommend you entertain a motion to adjourn to executive session.
2: I'll move. Second. The motion is second to go in executive session on the vice of city attorney. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, sign, motion carried. We'll recess and the executive session it is 647. Okay, it is 7 14. We're back in session. Are we back in session? We're back in session. Mr. City Attorney.
11: Mayor, I recommend you take no action on item 10A. On item 10B. I think it was authorizing the 10, city. 10B1. I'm sorry, Mayor? Go ahead. On 10B1, I recommend you entertain a motion to extend the first performance year end date to. Uh, December 2021. So moved, second. Okay, motion
2: and second to extend the performance date as recommended. All those in favor, say aye. 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 All
11: the same sign, Motion carry. Item uh, mayor on item 10B. I recommend no no action.
3: No no. One here? Yeah, we'll bring it back. We'll bring. Okay. I, th- I
2: think when the discussion and the recommendation was authorize the city manager to um, uh, execute the um, economic development agreement based on a report of the um, real That's, estate deal, in order to close the real estate deal.
11: I, I would agree, Mayor. Okay.
2: And we'll, and we'll obviously
3: we'll bring that contract back. Okay.
11: Well, it's a, it's
3: it gives us authority to move forward.
11: I'll make a motion to move forward as directed okay. in the second session. Second. second. All
2: those in favor say aye. 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 Names, aye. Motion carried. We have any other business? We stand adjourned as 716.